Hi, this is Nita Strauss from the Alice Cooper Band, and you're listening to Rock Strikes 10. Turn it up. What you are about to hear is a labor of love. Our love is for the music, and the music is for the people. We at Rock Strikes 10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, and or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels, or hopefully by the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. 
Okay, welcome to the last volumes of the odds and ends of 2023, as I do them here at the beginning of 2024. We only have a couple of volumes to get through here for the rest of the odds and ends of 2023. If you've been listening throughout this last year, you will know that I attempted to put out odds and ends episodes that were current releases throughout last year, and I did a pretty good job of it. I got through three volumes of it. But as I was attempting to finish through all of these other retrospectives from all these other years that I covered in this last year, I got a little sidetracked. And so two more odds and ends episodes need to be done before I get to the big albums list of 2023. And it looks like I'm going to be doing another five-parter, another top 50 for albums of 2023. I actually came up with 50 good ones. So that's probably what you're going to get. But till then, you're going to get 20 more odds and ends from this last year to get you caught up on all the great new music that came out last year. So if you missed out on the first three volumes of the odds and ends of 2023, go back and check them out. And just in case you are a new or newish friend to the show, I will say welcome and thanks for listening. I hope you keep listening. So odds and ends real quick, and I'll do it on this episode. The odds and ends are songs from releases that probably will not get the critical nod from high-end critics or myself by the end of the year for the year-end list. However, I like to shine a spotlight on these particular releases because it doesn't make them any less a good a song. They just happen to not be attached to a full-length studio album. So these are single-only releases, which that's a big deal nowadays. Songs from soundtracks, EPs, live albums, bonus tracks from reissues. B-sides, import-only bonus tracks, songs from covers albums, tribute albums, box sets. You get the idea, right? It is the musical Island of Misfit Toys, and they all come together here on Rock Strikes 10, and we let them be themselves. Like that one right there, we kicked off the show with a band. Maybe you haven't heard them in a while, but I feel like it was apropos, because on the previous episode, last time on Rock Strikes 10... Myself and Chris had agreed that the best movie of 2003 was Kill Bill Volume 1, so it's only apropos that I kick off this volume of the odds and ends of 2023 with the 5678s, which that is the band that appeared towards the end of Kill Bill Volume 1, doing that Rocketeens cover of Woohoo and a few other songs of theirs. So that was them, of course, you could tell. I mean, right? You know that song. They were covering the old Batman theme, the one from 66. I believe Nelson Riddle wrote the original one of that. I know he did a lot of the music for the show, so let's just go with it. So yes, always fun. Five, six, seven, eights from Japan. And this one I lucked into a few days ago because I was checking in on if a friend of a friend here, Daryl McDaniels, better known as DMC, of the Hall of Famers Run DMC, if he had put out any material this year. And he's always putting out something, mostly single releases. It's always got something going on, and I love listening to DMC's stuff. It's just great to hear him on the mic and still putting out stuff. It sounds like he's still having fun. And I really like the singles that he puts out because they're like retreads of his career, but at the same time, the production's just really hot. It gives you that feel like the old Raisin Hell production value or the old Tougher Than Leather production value. Uh, Can't go wrong with it. So why not still put out songs that sound like that? Why bother with all that SoundCloud type bullshit? So here's DMC fucking killing it, throwing it down right here with his latest single from 2023. This one's called Kingdom Come. (laughs) 
Turn it up. The whole universe knew the king was me.
Okay, yes, that was the unmistakable tones of Guns N' Roses. They had two brand new singles out in 2023. One was called The General, and the other one was that one, called Perhaps. Perhaps was the first of two singles released last year. But I'll be honest, I wasn't a big fan of the song The General, so I decided to go with Perhaps. I like Perhaps pretty well. Yeah, nothing really wrong with that one, so I dig it, so playing it here on the show. And I failed to play it earlier last year, I don't know why I missed that. I guess the song was almost just such a big deal at the time when it was out that I just forgot to include it on the odds and ends. I will miss stuff, and I'm not going to be able to play everything. I, I am unable to know about every single release that comes out, especially when it concerns odds and ends. So if you have one pop up in your feed, a band that you're into, whatever, please, please message me. Do not be shy. I freaking beg you, message me. I know it sounds like the cries of a desperate man, and maybe I'm being that way. No apologies. I would love to know about more stuff coming out as it concerns new releases all the time, so please let me know. Okay, there's the PSA. Hope you enjoyed that surprise twofer right there. We're going to be doing twofers most of the way through these two parts in order to get to the album's countdown in a timely fashion. So I might be mailing it in a little bit as a host here, but as a data cruncher and as someone providing good music to you, I'm not mailing it in on that respect. So forgive my flawed nature of these two episodes, but the music will deliver the goods, even if I don't sometimes. So... This next two for right here, sort of a decent tie-in. I will say this is a loose tie-in. If you are a fan of guitar-driven music, you're really going to like this next two for. For me, this represents the two extreme of thoughts as it concerns guitar and its approach as the predominant instrument for a recording artist. And I love to know about both sides. Obviously, I'm a little more of a hard rockin', metal, punk, what have you kind of guy. I'm, I'm a heavy music fan. But every now and then, you know, you got you to put on some blues or something like that. Something a little laid back. Nothing too jazzy. Just something that just sounds cool. Has a nice vibe and gives you the feel. So I actually, I don't know how I came upon this one. And I left this one out of the album's list inclusion. Because it's, it's, it's kind of mostly an instrumental album. But there are some lyrics in it. But if you're a fan of blues-driven rock, then you should definitely check this one out. This guy's name is J.D. Simo. S-I-M-O. J.D. Simo. I'm going to go with that. Never heard his name said out loud. But he's got a new album that came out that I, I enjoyed most of it. Listen to the whole thing. The album is called Songs from the House of Greece, and this is the opening track on here, and then I'll have a little surprise here at the end of the twofer for you. But to kick off this twofer, here is J.D. Simo with Mortgage on My Soul.
Okay, yes. A nice extreme guitar twofer right there. We kicked it off with J.D. Simo. And that song was called Mortgage on My Soul. I guess I really like the vibe on that one. It's got kind of a cool movie kind of feel to it. And then we finished off that twofer with a massive guitar duel of epic shredness right there, if that's even a word. But that duel was between Nita Strauss and the great Marty Friedman. Of course, you know Nita from the Alice Cooper band currently. And I'm sure you know Marty from a lot of his projects over the decades. Most famously, he was the lead guitarist in Megadeth for a long time and definitely during their peak commercially. He was in Cacophony with Jason Becker, and he's uh, been living in Japan for the last couple of decades. But occasionally, Marty will pop back up here in the States, and in this instance, playing with Nita Strauss on her new solo album, The Call of the Void, which is a 50-50 as far as vocals and just instrumental guitar work. In addition to Marty being on there, highlights for me definitely include her boss, Alice Cooper, showing up to do a song on there, and it's a good song, and Lizzie Hale. From Hailstorm, I saw them tour with Alice, so that's probably how that one happened. I'm sure there's a mutual respect and admiration there. And as far as the collaborations on there go, those are the highlights for me. Could definitely always do without hearing Disturbed on any record I ever listened to. So yeah, not, not for me on that one. But as luck would have it, I like this, the wherewithal. In case you're not down with any of the singers or just some of the singers on the show, you can even maybe even custom playlist this for yourself at home. There are instrumental options at the end of the Spotify feed, for instance, and I think there's a two-disc version as well for the physical. But yes, you can just listen to instrumental versions if that's what you want to do. So, neat idea. I really haven't seen anybody do that that adds vocals to their instrumental album, so I like it. I'm down for it. Okay. So I'm going to attempt to pivot over to Coolsville here with this next twofer, but these are two acts that uh, get a decent amount of street cred that I am also down with. Kicking off this twofer, we've got a single-only release from this last year by the Dandy Warhols. Now, I haven't been really big on their full-length albums the last few times around, but I, I will say I always give them a shot. For any band that I'm a fan of or I've liked in the past, I always give them a shot because you never know. Even if they put out that one album that doesn't really do it for you, maybe the next one's better. So always give your favorite bands a shot. Don't just turn your back on them. Don't be that fan. Don't be a Fairweather fan. So in this instance, the single only release the Dandies put out in 2023, I really like. So yeah, I'm going to play it here on the show and hopefully you'll dig it as well. And to finish off the twofer, we're going to have a little surprise vault track that came out this year, uh, a cover of somebody really, really, really cool doing a cover song that you may not expect them to do. So kicking off this twofer, going to get into this new song here by the Dandy Warhols, and this one's called Summer of Hate. Hope you enjoy.
me Somebody who just loves to learn and learn Another child grows up to be Somebody you just love to burn Mom loves both of them You see it's in the blood Both kids are good to mom Blood's thicker than the mud It's a family affair It's a family affair There you go. Did you figure out all the ingredients of that particular song right there? Well, I'll lay it down for you here in case you didn't. But we did kick off that twofer with the Dandy Warhols and their new single called Summer of Hate. And we finished things off with a guy that I didn't realize how much that the singer of the Dandy Warhols, Courtney Taylor Taylor, I didn't realize how much he was actually copping off this guy, which isn't a bad thing. Uh, but vocally, I was like, wow, he's got a little bit of the same approach as Ziggy Pop. And yes, that was Iggy Pop from a new rarities collection called Rare Tracks. And it's punk rock, so you got to use the X to spell out tracks in case you're looking it up. And it's a collection of different versions and different takes of songs that he's recorded over his career from different periods. And mostly where he's collaborating with people of note like Bowie and Steve Jones of the Sex Pistols, who played with them a little bit in the mid-80s. So it's a nice collection of these cool oddities. And unlike almost every song on this record, on the track listing here, it doesn't have the background of where that particular song is from. But if I had to guess from a production standpoint, it's somewhere in the early 80s when he was doing some really cool, actually, and massively underappreciated albums like Party and Soldier and stuff like that. Stuff worth checking out. But that was Iggy Pop doing a cover of Sly and the Family Stones classic, Family Affair, which 
I would totally buy Iggy being a big Sly Stone fan. I just never would have thought of him to cover that particular song. It's a good song. And I guess an even bigger tie-in as far as Iggy covering that particular song is the original version, Sly Stone's Family Affair, uh, very infamous in its approach of the fact that you can totally tell listening, and it's been confirmed, listening to that original version that Sly not only is doing that take while lying in bed sideways, but he's also just completely high on crack. So, And I would merely just be speculating if Iggy had been doing the same thing or at least something similar when he recorded his version of Family Affair but knowing what we know about him and what he's talked about and admitted early 80s, uh, it's possible. So, yeah, there you have it. I, I don't know why I brought that up. It just was, it was funny to me, that's all. Not, not that that shit's funny. And I don't mean to poke fun, but I do, but I don't. Okay, so next one right here comes from a very awesome, lovely man across the pond. Not Ginger Wildheart, but C.J. Wildheart, but yes, also of the Wildhearts. I've talked about C.J. on the show a consistent amount over the last few years, and I've always put over C.J. as being a massive talent. He lives in a big shadow of a very brilliant songsmith, and I'm not trying to use some sort of tired cliche or whatever and say, he, oh, he's really good too. C.J. is great on his own. His solo material is great. Matter of fact, I will go ahead and quote my better half, Nola, the other day. She was like, I think I like CJ stuff overall more than Ginger stuff overall on, on their own. So that's high praise. So more reasons to check out CJ Wildheart and his solo ventures. And thankfully, CJ put out something in this last year. He put out a live album called Kicks, and it's tremendous. It's just him and his element, man, in the wild playing to a very loyal, enthused crowd, and the performance, you could just see it in your head, him jumping around, playing his killer custom guitar, and having a good old time, playing some awesome solo material, and not even having to rely on Wildheart's material, really. Because he's got enough stuff in the canon, he doesn't need to do that when he goes out on his own. I'm hearing rumors of a Wildheart's record in 2024, so, yeah, you know what that means. Yeah, it'll probably be on my albums countdown at the end of the year. But until all that... Definitely get caught up on C.J. Wildheart stuff, like this album right here, Kicks. And you know what? It's a live album, so I'll just let C.J. introduce the song. So here you go. Enjoy. It's a song about how fucked up the music industry is. It's called Fuba.
great C.J. Walher right there with Fubar from his live album Kicks. Pretty much says it all right there, but man, I don't think you're going to need much convincing to listen to that live album Kicks after that particular track. So please go check it out. Nice emotional moment there at the end of the record. Uh, he does bring out two of his Wild Heart mates from back in the day, uh, Rich Battersby on drums and the great fucking Scott Sorry on bass, which Scott's been dealing with a lot of health issues the last few years. He had a bout with cancer and everything, but just hearing him come out on a stage again and play is so great. I met Scott a hundred years ago, back when he was playing bass as Nikki Six's replacement in Brides of Destruction on the road, and he was a lovely person. Really, really nice guy. So, rooting for Scott. Stay in good health, buddy. And if you're down with putting out some new material, I'd love to play it on the show. Okay, let's actually stick with the CJ Wildheart thing because the other day, as I'm sitting around twiddling my thumbs, not really, but I'm sitting here trying to put together these odds and ends episodes. No bullshit. I'm, I've got 18 songs ready, and I'm like, oh, I gotta, what am I going to pad the rest of the show with? And then lo and behold, this fell right in my lap. Literally an update from the social media from the Wild Hearts saying that CJ had collaborated with two different independent bands in Europe. And I guess either co-wrote and or just performed as a collaborator on these two different songs by these two different bands. Of course, are bands I've never heard of. And I was like, I'm going to go check these out. And I wound up liking both songs quite a bit. But I'm going to play these two bands right here that I've never heard until just the other day. And I've definitely never played them on the show before. So making their Rock Strikes 10 debut here on the odds and ends of 2023 are these two bands right here. We're going to kick things off with Theftuous and finishing up with Crashing Cadence. Enjoy. Seat of the car, you're through with 
I said, I thought I might have a favorite out of those two. Those are two completely different types of heavy rock as far as I'm concerned. The first one, a little more on the metal side of things, and the second one, a little more on the punk alternative side of things. Man, it's tough. I'm just going to push it. I'm not going to pick a favorite. Although, I will say, of the two, the second one definitely has the most Wild Hearts type feel to it. So for what I was expecting when I went to go listen to those songs, the second one kind of wins out in that sense. But they're both of high quality right there. And the first song you heard there was Theftuous. And that was their new single featuring C.J. Wildheart called Mother Dripping Purple. And we finished things off with Crashing Cadence. And their new single was C.J. Wildheart called 30 Minute Holiday. Always new rock bands popping up, and once again, I said this in the 2003 episodes, if you're going to find good new quality rock music, for the most part, you do have to be an archaeologist, or just pretty much find every band and singer that you're into of all time, and go hardcore with the social media. Follow them, and then listen to the stuff that they're promoting, (laughs) because it may not be just about them. That's always a nice thing to do. Put somebody else over, pass the torch a little bit. Always a good thing to do. Take care of the future of the damn music. But yes, not much to really deep dive into as far as those two bands go. As far as just listening to those on the Spotify, it just looks like that each band has about two or three singles apiece. So they're both brand new on the scene as far as I could tell. But go check them out. Once again, Theftuous and Crashing Cadence. Okay, hope you enjoyed the songs on this particular episode here. We'll be back with one more volume of The Odds and Ends of 2023, Volume 5 to be precise. And then fittingly, we go into five volumes of the top 50 albums of 2023. And as I did with 2003, I'll pretty much try to bang them all out one day each, back to back to back to back to back. That's five backs, right? Eh, That's close enough. Uh, But yes, we'll be back tomorrow with another batch of odds and ends from 2023 so until then stay tuned for my better half nola with the plugs and followed by the best damn outro song in all the podcasting business take it away nola we would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today you can reach us on facebook or twitter we love getting messages and always do our best to respond every time you share our show we give our cats ruby and ripley a treat We are on Twitter at RockStrikes10, and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have RockStrikes10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message for more details or to order. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going all the way back to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out some of these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. And the I Am Vinyl Podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. 
We also highly recommend that you check out our good friend, Mark Striegel, who can now be heard exclusively on Sirius XM as part of Ozzy's Boneyard and Hair Nation. Last, but certainly not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent ya. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun. Game show is brought to you by Christ. I can't find it. The hell with it.